Hi, and welcome to the JNOM Training Academy Journal, a martial arts podcast where I discuss uh, thoughts and insights that I had about the previous week of lessons at our martial arts school, JNOM Training Academy. We're located in Kingston, PA, providing the traditional martial art of Tung Soo Do. I'm your host, Nick Acri. I am the head instructor. I have about 27 years experience training in the martial arts. I am a forever student, but I've been an instructor for about 24 of those years at least. I'm starting to lose track of time. So this is episode two of our podcast uh, where we're going to go over, as I said, the lessons that we went um, over in previous weeks of training. So I, I was very excited this week because it was the first week uh, of training back in the new year. So, and it was awesome to see everybody back finally training on the floor. Uh, previous to the holidays, uh, the the governor uh, restricted training in gyms and such indoors, so we had to follow the rules. And we did a few virtual classes, but it's it's just not the same as training at the dojang with everybody else so i was very excited to see everybody back and training and getting ready to to reinforce their um current skills and learn some new skills so um this year i decided that every week we were going to go over one of the 14 attitude requirements required to master tung sudo Um, and i was thinking these attitude requirements that we are should be learning in our in our curriculum are crucial for more than just learning tung sudo but they're they're in many ways crucial for mastering anything that we want to learn and and become great at uh this this podcast for instance i think i've mentioned in in the first episode if not the description somewhere i'm a definite i'm a white belt at this uh, i've never done this before and i thought it would be a great way to offer um, more information more insight to our students and anybody that our our students decided to share this with and anybody this that happens along and discovers this podcast uh to, to get some insight into the martial arts that we do here and and maybe it'll spark some interest if they're not located close to our studio that they can get involved in a, a studio somewhere else. But anyway, so we did the first attitude requirement this week. So, uh, and, and we applied it to our training and many of the students um, success. We had a, a, a test previous to the, the new year uh, towards the middle of December and everybody did a great job. So it's time to learn some new material. And while learning that new material, we applied what these attitude requirements are. So our first attitude requirement is the purpose of training should be for the enhancement of physical and mental betterment. So I I discussed with the students uh, what that actually means. And I asked them first what they think that means. And I got some great answers like, well, we want to make our our muscles stronger and um, we want to make sure that uh, we're focused in class and and pushing through things. And they all had some, some great insight. And I was very proud of the fact that they were able to put some of that together. And it got me thinking about the first part of that, though, the the purpose part. So, um, if you're if you're going to learn anything, um, there has to be a why, and then that's our purpose. So, and the why in this case for our martial arts training, and and if you can apply that to any other type of training that you want to do or something new you want to learn, is to get mentally and physically better. 
And it doesn't, there's no end goal in that. It's just to continue to get better. So everything that you do with that, with that training revolves around getting better in some way, mentally or physically. And sometimes it's both. So, um, during our training this week, uh, I, I, there was a lot of linkages, which was really, really awesome, um, that we, we picked up on together. And some of the kids were, like I said, pointed out in class. Um, so like the mental, the mental betterment. So we, we have to realize that, um, whether or not we're, we're ready to go to training class sometimes when like we just go and we got to get over that, that mental hump. And that's, that's mental training. So like we may not have the best day, but we know when we get to class, we're going to be mentally or physically better after that training class. So there's that purpose is that driving force. And, um, so once we get to class, we have to realize that everything we do in class should revolve around something that's going to make us better in some way. So the exercises that we do aren't just random exercises to make us tired. Um, they're designed to develop our tongue sudo in this case, but I'm sure that those of you out there that have ever done any sport when you're training and practicing with the coach and your team members for those certain sports, their exercises and drills are developed to develop skills that directly relate to what you're doing there. So when we're in class, we do exercises like squats that develop our leg strength and our, and we push our stances and we do our pushups, develop our arm strength and do exercises that we could help our pulling and maneuvering and, um, flexibility. And, and the, the awesome thing about Tung Sudo is because it's a full body art when you're continually using your entire body, um, it will seep into other things in life. So like martial arts in general, no matter, um, how hard you try, like it's very easy, I should say, to directly apply things you learn in the martial arts to anything in the outside world. So, um, when we add that purpose, that purpose of training for, for learning something new, it's like, well, and I mentioned to the kids, I said, what greater purpose is there to get than getting mentally or physically stronger in this case? I mean, it's a pretty good driving purpose. So it's, it's pretty awesome. And, um, with that being said, then, I, I mentioned to the class that when you're in class, you need to make the conscious decision to push, push yourself to get better. You have to remember what your purpose is. So when you're feeling tired or maybe when the stance is a little bit uncomfortable or when you don't think that you can do that one more form, that's where that mental push comes in and you got to push yourself through and to remember what your purpose is. And on the other side of that, if you leave any class in the martial arts and you don't feel like you got some sort of workout, whether it's mental, physical, or both, that's on you. Because if you showed up and didn't have that frame of mind where you were going to do some little bit, at least one little increment to make you better, and you didn't get that, then that that clearly was on you and did you remember what your purpose was of showing up that day um the the mental the betterment 
that we discovered is is also it's directly related to the physical and vice versa like you really honestly it's hard to have one without the other in this environment in our in our training so sometimes when you're learning something new it is it's a challenge mentally it's not maybe not so much the physicality they can get through but mentally moving through the steps but just the act of the repetition is going to help make you better. So that's why we do our form so often, our aligned drill to help with making those movements easier. And then by working through it in your head as you physically do it, then that just snowballs into making yourself physically better. So, I mean, they really go hand in hand when you're training and it honestly can't be avoided um, to get one when working with the other. So, again, to to re- to just review again, I just having that purpose is is what drives that goal. And when you realize like your purpose is getting mentally and physically better, at the end of it, it it really feels good, even if it's a small increment, because those small increments of getting better add up and if you're constantly getting better all the time it, it's a it's it it's a constant drive so if you don't need any other really motivation outside of that it's like if you realize what your purpose is like today i'm going to go to class and i'm going to do one more push-up than i did last time or i'm going to learn one more move of that form i was having difficulty with or um maybe you're going to hold that stance for maybe two seconds longer just to work your legs a little bit harder. Um, having that purpose in mind will definitely help that because you know you're getting you're getting mentally and physically better. And that's what we touched on all week this week. Is like uh, I, w- I would ask the class, well, how is this exercise helping you? So for instance, uh, push-ups. Kids gave me some great answers about how our push-ups help us. And they're like, oh, they help us with punching and they help us with this and that. Um, one really qu- easily... Um, Put together that our punching helps like if we're tightening our abs and she's like oh yeah i work my abs I'm like well you're that's that's great because we need a good core strength to do all those those things as well and um and there's other great examples too like our stances and our squats and then we would go through different exercises like oh how is this making you better and how is this improving and what is it improving and putting those things together and then um so i got some um, really really great answers from the kids this week for that and then along with that it, this week, um, as we were doing this, we worked on a lot of new forms. So uh, we put that together and the kids did a, a great job this week. Everybody did a great job. So I, I keep saying the kids, but because it's my, my biggest class, but um, the adults always do an awesome job as well. Um, definitely shouldn't go without saying, uh, but we learned some new forms this week. And um, because of that drive that everybody's been been putting in, they were able to work through the entirety of their new forms. And um, sometimes that's pretty, that's pretty impressive. Some of the forms are pretty long. And to be able to get through the entire form in, in one class time and feel, and they all seem like they'd be pretty confident in practicing it at home. And I'm not saying everybody is perfect, but nobody's expecting perfection. We're expecting to be able to go home with it and, and, and get that little incremental increase in skill um, for the next time you come to class. And we'll just, 
work on it time by time. So, and that that definitely makes it easier to to practice to continue to grow and get better when we can get through our new stuff in in one session and then just continue to improve it. And we did the same thing with the one step uh, sparring techniques or one step hands or one step feet. Um, quickly reviewed some of our um, our falls as well and our um, our host and sore or our self-defense or grab techniques and things like that so um yeah it, it was it was pretty awesome this week where it was great to be back in, in the dojang again and it was great to see everybody training hard and i hope to con- uh, see that momentum start to gain as the year continues and the month continues where we get more and more people on the floor and i'm looking forward to a great new year and continuing on with our attitude requirements and applying them to our training because they are important, obviously. Uh, I've mentioned in other classes, and the reason why I wanted to do these attitude requirements is they're not suggestions to be good at Tung Sudo. They're not, um, maybe I should do this types of things. Uh, They're they're listed in our, our student manual as attitude requirements and a requirement is something that has to be done. So uh, no ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, students have to be able to embody these attitudes if they are going to be successful um, with their training and be able to, to improve and, and meet the excellence that um, is laid out for uh, what we, we've required for black belt and things like that. And But as I mentioned, like anything in the martial arts can be applied to daily life. And it's kind of where like I'm trying to go with this is why I started this podcast is, well, why can we, what can we do to start thinking about where, where can I apply this in day-to-day life? And I know there's, there's a lot of students out there that do other, um, other activities, other sports that, um, other sports, other, they play, maybe play instruments. Maybe that's just like a hobby that they have. But um, how can they apply this first attitude requirement, the purpose of training? And maybe, maybe it's just the mental aspect of them. Maybe, maybe there's just a physical, the, the, like I said, it's hard to have the physical without the mental. But um, maybe it's not very physical. Maybe it's just a new mental skill that you're learning or trying to, um, something that's more like you, you learned from a book and you have to, maybe a, you're learning a language or something like that. But um, if you, if you, set out your purpose for that goal and why you're you're doing that each day that will be what's drive you and that's why that that added requirement is the first one is what's your purpose all right so it's you want to know what your goal is first so like let's say for tungsudo i know my goal is black belt so that's, that's that's our first big step from color belt so like well what's the purpose of getting our black belt if, well, let's just get the black belt because the black belt's cool um, that's going to lose its luster after a while. And, um, but if your purpose of working towards and training to get your black belt is become mentally and physically strong, then that, that purpose is going to continue from that first degree and that second degree and the third degree. And it's going to be with you that entire lifetime. Um, that's what's kept me going for so long is that, that purpose of like, every time I train, how am I getting better mentally, physically, both at the same time, one or the other. Um, as long as it's some incremental change, how is my training making me better? How is it enhancing 
my physical and mental well-being and um that that's why i i think that martial arts is so awesome as it just encompasses that and it, it helps you build that goal of what's your purpose when you do something so if you're gonna for instance you want to learn to play a new instrument and your purpose is well I, I look really cool on stage playing like the guitar for instance um, that might m might lose its luster after a while but if your purpose is like well the sound of this instrument makes me really really happy and to be able to play that instrument and maybe and present that happiness to other people that are also enjoy the sound and be good at it that could be a purpose that would drive you more so if like for you could apply this this attitude requirement now to instrument uh, playing an instrument such as the guitar it's like the purpose of me learning how to play guitar is because i want to make other people as happy as i am when i hear this instrument being played correctly and with skill in this way so it, it might not always be like a physical thing or a mental thing, but it, it's so having a purpose drive you is, is super important when you're trying to learn a skill and um, picking a purpose that is, is, is on the, and is on a grander scale um, that affects you or affects somebody else is, is one that's going to continue to drive you through the future. So um, that's, that's the, the little thought process I had on, on why that attitude requirement is first is because having a purpose is, a definite driving force to keep somebody doing something and your purpose maybe might change from time to time um but if you pick one like mental and physical betterment that's something that's always going to affect you that that'll keep that'll that that'll be pretty steady reasons might change on why like i used to train in the martial arts and like when i was younger i thought like i did think it was cool but i did want i was always always had that that i wanted to get better but um, so the reason I would go is because I, I was always interested in like how awesome I thought the, the people in the movies were and things like that. I always wanted to do those things. And as I got involved in it, um, I realized that like my focus would change over time. So I like now I'm more of a self-defense. I do this to protect myself. I do this to feel better about myself internally and externally. Um, but the underlying purpose is always to be physically and mentally better. I mean, it was always there for that. And especially when, like you say, you get your, stu you get your student manual and you see that. And it's like, wow, that's, 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 pretty, that's a pretty big deal. So when, when you train, when you step on the floor, make sure you're, you have that purpose in your mind about what you're going to do and what like everything that you do is going to make you mentally or physically better or both. And honestly, it's going to be both in the long run. And um, so when you're when you're on the floor and you're you're feeling it, that that extra little push, that little voice in the back of your head is like, "Well, this is making me better. This is making me better." So those those are my thoughts on the the the, the first of the fourteen attitude requirements. The purpose of training should be for the enhancement of mental and physical betterment. And um, I'm looking forward to uh, many more weeks to come of, of Tung Sudo training. Um, I'm excited that this year we're going to be offering more clinics. So uh, this February on the 19th and 20th, 
we're going to be having a staff workshop. There's two sessions. There's one on Friday night from 6 to 8 and one from Saturday, that Saturday afternoon, the 20th, from 1 to 3. They're both the same exact session. So if you're listening to this and um, you're interested in signing up for it, uh, don't register for both. Register for one or the other that best suits your time frame on that Um it, there's no belt requirement or we're going to just have a great time learning some uh, extra skills for the staff that um, everybody can learn. It's going to be really easy to have a good time and you'll get a, a staff with that. So your registration does include a, a staff to utilize and you're going to go home with that weapon and um, have some skills to go home with and practice with in addition to um, what we usually do in class. So it is an extra class for that so i'm looking forward to that so if you're if you're interested in in that make sure you register uh if you're not sure and you're listening to this um send me a message and i can send you the link to to sign up for that um so so those are the announcements for coming up and i'll, I'll probably next week obviously i'll be able to remind you guys again about that but uh thank you very much for listening um as always, if, if you find interest in this and you're getting value out of this, please share this with whoever you think will also get value out of this. And if you have any suggestions for improvements, I am definitely open to those. I do welcome any helpful criticisms of how to make this better for all those listening, um, as I said, and um, announced this, this target of this podcast is for uh, current students and parents and everybody that's involved in JNOM Training Academy, but uh, it's definitely open for anybody that's in, interested in the martial arts or wants to get involved in the martial arts uh, to just hear some insights of an instructor that um, thinks a lot after class is done and, and would rather just talk about it and and have it recorded out there than, than write it down. So um, you can contact me at uh, Master Acre at JNOM Training Academy.com. Sorry, Master Acre at JNOM Training.com. Or uh, you can give me a call at 570-687-6738. Leave me a text message or anything like that. And um, yeah, I'm open to suggestions. So again, thanks for listening. And I will be back next week. Tongue Sue.